Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Joining us on the line now is Herman Bosman, the head of TSU International Kidnapping, Hostage Survival and Extortion. Herman, good afternoon to you. Thank you for joining us. Good afternoon to you and the listeners. Well, Herman, let's uh, set the basis, the tone for this afternoon's discussion, human trafficking versus human smuggling, which we'll be looking into. But first of all, South Africa is at the crossroads of being both a source and destination for human trafficking. The 2023 Global Organized Crime Index report has revealed. So let's look at the difference between human trafficking versus human smuggling. What is that? Well, in, in the case of human trafficking, the victim does not participate. It's not a, is, is basically an unwilling participant and it's against the will of the victim. So the right. victim is lured into, into, uh, believing uh, there will be a job opportunity, um, and it's really, it sounds really lucrative and, and uh, then they may apply. Uh, a lot of uh, grooming and, and, you know, they believe that it will be a better life. So mm-hmm. they apply for that and at the end of the day end up uh, in being trafficked. As an example, there's, definite, there's, there's different ways that this happened, but as an example, in, um, but in the case of smuggling, the, particip- the, the victim participates actively. So they, they are part of the whole arrangement to, to go to another country. For instance, coming to South Africa, they would participate, pay a fee, um, and be an active participant in the whole process, payment to being smuggled into South Africa, mm-hmm. and then obviously once also once a year there will be certain expectations uh, to adhere Indeed. to from that person that was smuggled to South Africa. Herman, how how prevalent, how rife is this, uh, both in terms of human trafficking and human smuggling in South Africa? How bad is it? Well, the statistics vary depending on who you ask in the articles you read, and it is, it's estimated that in the last uh, 15 years we've, we, uh, we've seen about 11,000 cases of human trafficking. But if you look at smuggling, I think it is very difficult to determine because of a, a lot of undocumented people that's found here and also does with false documentation mm-hmm. uh, is, a, is a regular occurrence where they've been deported back or we will just read about conflict and, and incidents that happens throughout the country. So, sure. so that's a very difficult um, one to give figures on. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure mm-hmm. if, if anybody really has precise figures that's, that's documented academically and for that purpose, but uh, definitely into the thousands regularly over a period uh, of, of a year, uh, it will definitely run into several thousands. Sure. Herman, looking at uh, the victims, let's focus on the victims now. Uh, what are we looking at in terms of uh, gender and race preference? Well, you now that's a really diverse question. Depending on mm. what the market source requires, mm, will mm, it be mm. for labor? Mm-hmm. Um, will it be in the sex trade? Um, okay. Uh, so really dependent on what is the order requirement, because this is a business. Right. The, the criminals uh, that's actively involved in, in, in the smuggling activity, uh, both may be the same people that's doing the trafficking as well as the smuggling. Right. Um, and the routes, the routes, uh, um, specifically if you look at the route, Nigeria, South Africa route and harbors, they will do both human trafficking as well as uh, smuggling. Indeed.
So uh, in this report that I mentioned earlier on, the 2023 Global Organized Crime Index report, there's also um, concerns regarding extortion and uh, racketeering. Where does South Africa stand with that now? Well, you see, <laughs> the moment you're looking into uh, extortion, and that, that happens on various levels, you, you get you get corruption and extortion where the government sector and other role players may be involved in that. Um, and then you also get post-operational extortions whereby the people involved uh, that's been smuggled will have to pay up and being exported on an ongoing basis or they're straight against loved ones or their own lives. Sure. So this this happens on, on various levels. Um, it needs to be also understand that this is the syndicates are very professional. Uh, they know what they're doing. They know the system. Mm-hmm. They've corrupted officials to assist in many cases when you specifically look at the smuggling side of it. Right. Um, and in the trafficking side, uh, you know, they cover up the fact that it's a bad thing that's going to happen very, very nicely. It looks very attractive. The people they use sounds credible. Um, and you may fall victim. There's been many reports of people, for instance, that applies to, to give classes in, in various languages internationally and end up in a country where the documentation are then taken away from them. I had one wow. uh, that happened uh, in Angola where I was approached where this person that went over to teach English couldn't come back because the passports have been taken in. Wow. Um, and wow. then they basically threatened. So now you said with a situation where they threatened, they don't know who to trust, mm-hmm. and they are scared to act. And uh, it, is, it is not an easy process. And then you also learn that you can't go to this or that person because they know X, Y, and Z. So it, it becomes a, a really tricky thing with the moment you start to uh, navigate this Indeed. type of crime. Indeed. Herman, just uh, going back to now, uh, what I also mentioned about South Africa, the crossroads of being a source and a destination. Destination-wise, uh, this is uh, pretty concerning regarding sub-Saharan Africa. Where, uh, am I correct? Is that, is that really the main source, or uh, and is it abroad? In which countries are we looking at regarding this? Well, I think sub-Sahara, basically all the countries um, are actively involved, and I've also recently learned that Eastern Europe and Asia is also very lucrative markets. Um, Nigeria definitely every time will will come up. Um, And uh, as I've said, it it depends on certain activities. When we hosted the 2010 Soccer World Cup, um, I personally was involved in, in cases in, in Cape Town where uh, we had ladies being detained against their will during that period. So certain activities may also go hand in hand mm-hmm. with demand for, for, you know, for, for certain trade actions taken by these traffickers. Sure. And, and that, that will also be across the spectrum uh, in sub-Sahara and in other identified countries depending on the need and the market. <laughs> Herman, I guess one's just got to be vigilant and be mindful and look out for any suspicious activity and use your intuition as best as you can if you want to avoid these kind of activities happening on our doorstep, literally. Herman, we're going to have to leave it there. Thanks so much for joining us. Herman Bosman, the head of the TSU International Kidnapping, Hostage Survival and Extortion.